Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Goodness. Hello, hello. Happy Friday, everyone. Uh, hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a great day so far. Hope you're having a great week so far. Uh, let's get rolling right into these questions today. Um, here we are, week six. This is our last round of downsizing. Um, downsizing is designed for a couple things, mainly to bring up all the feels because it's most reminiscent of a diet. Um, we tend to attach a lot of issues and associations to food because we use food for so many different reasons in our life, and we become very disconnected with our bodies from a very early age um you know not to be dramatic but you know when your parents said to you eat everything on your plate you can't get up from your table unless you eat everything on your plate you've very much been conditioned some of you to eat everything on your plate so also um some people deal with food waste issues also historically um you know passed down from our parents who you know things were tough for them and, and food scarcity was a, was a real thing and if you grew up in a in a, a home where you know there was food scarcity issues you, you know you're you're going to take all the food that you have and eat all of it when you can and um these issues run deep i mean that's just a, that's just a couple um so many different kinds of uh issues and associations attached in around food a lot of us use food to show love right to, to to provide, um, to celebrate, um, so many to, to mourn. There's so many reasons why we use food at the end of the day. So, you know, in downsizing, a lot of you started to notice food waste issues, started to notice that you had no idea what eating dissatisfaction meant, you know, um, so it brings up a lot of the feels, but it is by far our weakest tweak. Tweak. It is not our favorite tweak around here. It's the first one that we implement to bring up the feels. It also does a great job at starting to um, decrease the amount of food that your body is used to using, um, which obviously helps getting more in tune with our body's actual needs over wants. Um, but it's our weakest tweak. So we're going to be moving on from it on Monday. Uh, we're going to be bringing it back to satisfaction. Then midweek, we're going to start feeding the metabolism, feeding into the fact that your body is giving you more energy. Um, when you started this process and your body is feeling you need to store fat, it kept you on reserve mode. So it was like, don't, you know, you can't have my energy. This is why many of you love the idea of exercising. You maybe wanted to exercise and be more active, but when, when it came to doing it, you didn't really have the, the get up and go to do it. And that's because your body straight up had you on reserve mode. So now what's going to happen is your body's going to start allowing you access to this energy. You're going to start to feel more energetic. You're still going to start, you know, wanting to move your body and you're going to want to feed into and support that. And that's what feeding the metabolism is all about. Feeding the metabolism works really great, especially for people who have metabolism issues, like your, your metabolism is really low metabolism being the amount of energy your body's using on a daily basis right and when you do dieting, it really can um, it can really do a number on your metabolism and end up with a really low functioning metabolism. And as you start to you know give the body the resources that it needs to make change, and your body's giving you access to that energy, you know your metabolism is increasing. So moving forward, it's all about feeding into that. So for the people whose bodies didn't connect to downsizing, no doubt they're going to connect to feeding the metabolism. It's just kind of how it always is. Read over the guidelines on Sunday. Let us know if you have any questions. Uh, I'm also going to go live on Saturday. Saturday at 10 a.m. if you want to join me then. All right, let's get into these questions. Um, 
Good morning. Happy Friday. Uh, let's rock this weekend. Keep the momentum going. Yeah, something to be said about momentum at this point. Um, same rules apply. There's nothing you can do in a weekend. i got to change my glasses. These ones are too dirty. Um, there's nothing you can do in a weekend that can't be undone, like honestly. But however, and it's not because we don't have a lot of time left. We have a lot of time left. It's just the time that you have left is like magic. You're becoming more in tune with your body. Your body wants this fat gone just as much as you do and only more so as we go through the program. Plus, the, we're going to be transitioning from winter into spring so everything really is aligning to help you with this process so you want to take advantage of that and you want to build on the momentum so if you know if you're doing really well during the week and then the weekends you're really kind of indulging and setting yourself back and you got to gear back up again I mean you're still going to lose your weight even if you're indulging in the weekends focus on what you can do and don't stress about it we don't want anyone stressing about their weekends but at the same time you've set aside this time for this process and it's just that you want to really capitalize on that momentum you, you do that's it I'm not it's not like you know we don't have a lot of time to lose weight we do but you want to make the most of the time that we have and especially because everything is aligning for you right so that's why. Um, make a plan for yourself, though. Um, maybe maybe this weekend you got a couple of fun things that you got planned, and, and then maybe next weekend's a bit of a quieter weekend, so you're going to find yourself indulging this weekend. Then make a plan to, you know, to capitalize on the momentum week that weekend. I'm not saying don't go off the rails, none of those things, but I'm making a plan for yourself. Making a plan for yourself to help to help navigate, to help better navigate. Hi, Julian. Good morning. Not to future trip, but I'm signed up for spring. How can we bridge the gaps? <laughs> I'm not talking about that right now. You're right. You're, you are actually future tripping. How can we bridge the gaps uh, between groups? Uh, will you be teaching how to do that? Of course. This is my 13th group. Um, really good. I'm, to I'm tooting my own horn. This is, this is our 13th group. We're really good at what we do around here. Uh, we know everyone's concerns. Um, you know, not, not that this isn't a valid concern. It is. But we break down everything. Right now, future tripping, worried about what's going to happen between groups, focus on losing the weight right now and get to the end of the program. We, we break it all down for you. We, we'll go through maintenance, um, you know, and next steps. We're going to go for continued weight loss and next steps. You got to, we're going to do bridging the gap. We actually have a post called bridging the gap, but you know, that's, we got to post through everything. So don't worry about that. We don't worry about that. We're also, a lot of you guys have questions about the app. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you to everyone using the app. We're really excited about it. It's far from perfect. Um, we just thought, you know what, we, you, we did quite a bit of work on it. It was, you know, pretty ready to go and to be used as a tracker with this program, a companion app. We're working on a standalone app eventually where you won't need Facebook. Um, but for our companion pack, it's coming along. In fact, we got some new updates coming down the pipeline for you guys. I'm fixing a little calendar at the front of it and all that. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, so, so thank you guys for using it. Also, thank you for those of you who've done a, an amazing review for us um, over on the app page. Here's what I do got to say. Some of you are giving us some shitty reviews, which really sucks. And I, I, I believe it's not because you don't like the app. I believe you're giving us crappy reviews because it doesn't have the things that you want on it. Please understand, we know this is far from perfect, but we wanted to roll it out for you guys to use for free to help with the program. And I cannot believe some of you guys are giving us bad reviews because it doesn't track this or it doesn't track that. Like we have the plans. It's just time. It's a process. Believe it or not, you can't just put an app together and throw a whole bunch of shit in it and make it easy to 
use and look nice and do all the things and run it. There's a process to it. And we want our app to have all the bells and whistles on it. Absolutely. We want to make the most amazing app for you guys. So, <laughs> so I mean, not that I'm like asking to give us good reviews, but if you can maybe like, if you have, if you've got something to say about the app, here's what I want to say. If you've got something to say about the app that you want changes to be made, giving us bad reviews on the, on our, on the app site is not how to do it. We have the whole app guide. We have the whole app guide and Zach is our app guy and Tony and they're in there and Zach is taking notes of all the, all the concerns and questions and issues you guys are having. And every single day, the app team is on it and having meetings. We meet, we meet with the app team like app team three times a week. We're constantly, Zach is like, this person had this issue and this person's having this issue. And can we fix this? And can we fix that? And the app team is okay on it and how we're going to do that. So thank you for bearing with us with this app. We're working on, you know, we're always working on leveling up on it, but just for those of you, if you can just, you know, if you got issues with it or you got something to say about it, do it over on the app chat in the app guide, because that's where it's actually going to help us. That's where we're going to take your, what you, what you guys want us to do and make improvements to the app at the end of the day. But what I was going to say about the app, sidetrack there, sorry. What I was going to say about the app is we're actually we're actually um, going to make it so you can use it in between groups. So that's one of the things we're working on. Originally, it was designed to work with the program, and then we understand there's like bridging the gap in between. So we're going to have the app be able to for you guys to be able to use it also in between groups as well, which is really cool. So that's that's something we've been working on. That's something we've been working on. Uh, hi Maria. Fi- uh, finally, happy Friday. Finally, the scale starting to move. Uh, down three pounds this week. Good. This is my first drop this round. Lots of repair this time with COVID. Trust the program. Program, even if the scale hasn't moved. Yes, trust the program, even the scale hasn't moved, but make, make sure you're doing all of the things. I, I, I know it's unnerving when the scale doesn't move for you yet, and then as soon as it does start to move, you're so nervous about it continuing to move. It will. It will. It's usually just getting it to move, and then once you get it to move, it's like it'll just keep on moving. So make sure you maximize your efforts. Uh, remember, once that scale starts to move, always show up and support that body in detox, and assume that the scale is moving for the next three or four days, regardless of what's happening, because it's very normal to hit that low, and then the body's retaining water because it's still in that detox mode of, of dropping, um, and and uh, your weight can stay up for a few days, even though it's on its way down. So just remember, your weight can be up while it's on its way down. So you want to short show up and support that. Because uh, I know that's unnerving, right? You wait so long to get it to move and then it finally moves and you're sitting there watching it. Is it going to move? Is it going to move? Are we sure it's going to keep on moving? It'll keep on moving. It'll keep on moving. Uh, hi, Sharon. Good morning from VA. Out taking an extra long walk this morning with my dog so I can listen to your entire live. Oh, I love that. I love that. Hi. Um, Where are we? Um, do, 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 do. Uh, so, well, I definitely have a low tolerance to adult beverages. Had a glass of wine before dinner at a friend's house, a lemon drop before dinner, and a small glass of wine during dinner. Feel like I've been hit by a Mack truck. Hydrating for sure. Going out again tonight. Okay, so Pam, that brings up such a great point that we really should talk about. I think actually we should have we should do a post. We do have a Let's Revisit Alcohol conversation because this is something really important to point out. Um, your tolerance for alcohol can change. Remember when I was talking off the top, if you've been with me since the beginning of the live today, about metabolism? And your body giving you more energy, which means that your body's energy output is more. It's like revving hot. When you start the program, you're like this. And now you're like, ooh. Right? By the time you're done, you're going to be like, <laughs> visuals. I don't know. Um, anyway, my point is, um, when you drink alcohol, right? If you used to take you two glasses of wine to, to feel it, now it's going to take you one glass of wine to feel it. Um, and, and I've had some clients in the past get caught off guard with this, especially if they weren't drinking a lot while they were losing weight. And then they went to go have 
indulgence in some wine and really got caught off guard and ended up drinking too much, which of course we want to be very mindful of because um, we don't want anyone in some, you know, sticky situations from drinking too much. That's for sure. So something to be mindful of, but even more than that, just to show you like alcohol, like drinking alcohol and your tolerance levels is like, it's a good way to see how much your metabolism is increasing. But the, also the thing is this same rules apply with medications that you're taking. So you're, they're, they're cycling through your system a lot faster, just like the alcohol is cycling through your system a lot faster. So this is why at this point in the program, you really do want to be checking in with your doctors if you're taking any medications and see if they do need to be adjusted. Especially if you started the program, you started feeling really good, and then you get to a point where you don't feel so great or you can seem to be moving backwards in energy. That's very typical of needing to get medications adjusted, which is a good thing, which is a good thing. So thanks for bringing that up, Pam. Thanks for bringing that up, Pam. Really feeling the double detox these days. Uh, uh, Really feeling the double detox these days. Sure changed since I've been on program. More symptoms and feeling like shit. Is this normal for you to feel this way? Yeah. Um. I mean, again, the detox video, right? Like, it's, it's, it, this is, <sighs> I need to drink my coffee. Hang on. <laughs> Every time I talk about detox, I, I feel like hearing myself talk, it sounds so crazy pants. You know what I mean? Like not to be extremes about the toxins stored in your fat cells, but when your body releases fat, those toxins like that. So that's how our body manages toxins, right? So foods that you eat that have artificial flavors and colors and additives and preservatives, stuff you put on your skin, like perfumes and, and same thing, additives and stuff like that. Stuff that you're breathing in the environment. Um, so all of those toxins and your body's way of processing them is by storing, storing them in your, in your fat cells. And so when your body is releasing fat, all of those toxins are, are stored in your fat cells. When you, when you lose fat, you don't lose fat cells. It's what fills the fat that comes out, right? Um, and that is kind of what has that effect of making you feel not so great. And here's the thing why, I've, like, because everyone's all in detox and cleanses. Like, I don't believe in detoxes and cleanses as much as I use that word. Like, my, I use detox to describe when the body is getting stuff out. It's the same thing if you, your body detoxes if you get food poisoning. Your body's trying to detox and get the cold or flu or virus out when you're sick, right? It's the same process. And then detox I use um, very generally um, to describe, you know, that your body's response to, um, to this process. But the body doesn't need help detoxing. Like it, it doesn't need help. That's why I don't believe in detox teas and cleanses and juices in any of those things. Your kidneys, your liver, your body has got it under control. But what we're doing is supporting the body in detox. So the body stores the toxins in the fat to be dealt with later. Um, but the problem is, is that, you know, the body doesn't have time to do it later because we, as be human beings, we're so stressed out. And we got a million other things. We live these super stressful lives for our very primitive body. So this, this, and the reason why this process helps you get so healthy is it gives the body the resources it needs like the, the the resources it needs to make change the building blocks it needs to make change and address issues and it also gives you body time to address issues and, and make actual real change um, and it just creates the environment for for self-healing and so um, because we're focused on getting you know releasing the fat those toxins are coming out with the fat those same toxins are what get into your gallbladder and gunk it up when you do a burn the fat diet. There, there's probably thousands of people in this program right now missing their gallbladders because they were successful at losing weight. Like, I mean, this is a thing that the diet industry doesn't talk about. You see, you lose a lot of weight on a crappy, shitty burn the fat diet and you have to get your gallbladder removed. And the reason why is because um, when you do those burn the fat diets, you're forcing the body to burn the fat, like fat cells, you're burning the fat, but those toxins are left and they get into your gallbladder, they gunk it up, and then you need to get your gallbladder removed. I mean, 
mean, that, that I'm using very extremely simplistic terms, as I do. I generalize a lot. That's why we got, you want scientific terms, you know, read Sci Science Saturday's post with Sasha. Well, that's the real deal. So it's those toxins coming out, wow, and, that, and that's how you know you're in detox mode and your your weight is dropping. Like it's kind of a good thing because you can you notice how you feel. You know, you get to know what weight loss looks like and feels like to you. But at the same time, it sucks because you feel like shit. Um, so uh, you know, it always seems so extreme when we talk about it, but it's just the reality of the situation. And you you could be someone who you know um, you know someone who's quite lean and only has five pounds to lose, but has a lot of toxins stored in your body because maybe the environment you live in. And then you could be someone who has like 60 pounds to lose and you don't ever you don't even really see any detox symptoms so that's why detox symptoms and how strong you get them aren't really an indication of this process working because some people have stronger ones than others um, and and what can happen is it can change so your body is changing um, so your body's response to this process changes but sometimes you can have really strong detox symptoms in the beginning and then they kind of peter out and then you have really strong detox symptoms in the beginning and then they peter out and then they pop up at the end especially if you're when your body's getting into that visceral fat I do have a post coming out about fat, different kinds of fats in your body, what fat does, and talking all about fat. I think that's coming. I think I'm trying to find my schedule. Maybe next week. Um, but yeah, it is totally normal. And that's what I want to... So, and some of you are just starting to feel detox symptoms, I realize, because your weights are just starting to move. And it, the, the conversation about detox symptoms has been a bit because you know people either lost weight and they've been into it or you guys haven't lost and now those of you who are starting to lose great idea to go back and review that detox post and video that i did because you might not have been thinking detox symptoms because your weight wasn't moving and now that it is you want to make sure that you know that it's normal so yeah it is normal but we we don't ever want to blow off like even me like i've got my menstrual cycle right now and i'm feeling like crap and i'm waking up every day i have headaches and i'm nauseated like, I know I'm nauseated because my hormones are all fucked up. Like, because, you know, because I'm totally in flux right now. So, you know, there's lots of reasons why we don't feel great on, and plus stress, everything that's happening in the world right now with the whole Ukraine situation, it's just making me feel like, ugh. You know, it's just so horrible. And, you know, if you're an empathetic, sympathetic person, you know, you're sensitive to these kinds of things. And, uh, you know, you just, you, sometimes you just don't feel great. Lots of things can affect uh, how you feel, make you kind of feel off on top of the process that we're doing on top of that. So never blow off your detox symptoms as just detox symptoms. If you think it's something else, then maybe it is something else, but um, it is totally normal. And I, and I hate saying that because I don't want to say it gets worse before it gets better, but we've had conversations with, um, you know, um, Jen Pike, uh, Dr. Paul about this, and your body's just in, in transition. So you're going to pick up on your body making change. So definitely normal, um, definitely normal. I'll try to try to try to drink some extra water support that body in detox um so it, it you know feeling like shit you know it's you shouldn't be extreme it shouldn't be extreme like you should still be able to function though i have had some clients where you know it was really didn't you know it really wasn't fun for them but it also should get better as you go as well it should get better as well uh, I, and I wanted to spend I wanted to spend time talking about that today because I know there's so many people in the group who weight just started to move, and so that's why I wanted to have that detox conversation. I know we had it already a long time ago, but that's why I wanted to spend some time on that today. Lisa, I felt a bit stuck last week. Okay, I wasn't festering in funk, but definitely festering in adjacent. What's that word? A D J A adjacent. Festering adjacent? Yeah, adjacent. Sorry. <laughs> I got a headache today. But instead of having a pity party, I revisited the maximizing check. Let me read this again because I totally botched that. I felt a bit stuck last week. I wasn't festering in funk, but instead of having a pity party, I revisited the maximizing checklist and realized that my number was quite a bit lower than expected. So I made adjustments, did the work, and today the scale dropped. Love this. Love this, love this, love this. Yes, and that's why it's a great idea to pull out that maximizing post. You guys are doing a lot of shit. 
you're juggling a lot of balls at this point. May not feel like it because you've been doing it all along, but at this point, you've got a lot of balls in the air. It's so easy to drop a few of them along the way. Um, so this is why it's a great idea just to do a quick once over. That maximizing post, I think, is in here twice. Um, pull it out, print it off, whatever you need to do. Just check, 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 just to make sure that you're doing all of the things, right? Because you could be dropping some of the balls because we got a lot going on. We got a lot going on. So I love that. Um, if you actually do feel stuck, 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 and this is where we talked that conversation with Dr. Paul. Like, stuck. Like, you, like, your body isn't changing. Your weight is not dropping. And literally nothing is happening. Chances are you got to read over that post. Four reasons why your weight might not be moving. And that's where you're going to find some answers in there for sure. Hi, Sue. Good morning. Excited, to, excited my biggest drop in one day. Awesome. 0.7 pounds. 4.7 total. But a shit list of non-scale victories. I love that. Those little bits add up. Especially with where we're at in the program. This is where you want to show up and capitalize in the second half of the program. The first part, that was all that grunt work. Honestly, showing up, getting your body to fall in line, being patient, giving the body what it needed, being as consistent as possible, just doing what you need to do. Just blah, 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 blah. Now this is where we get to do a lot more proactive. We're going to be making the tweaks each week. We're going to be maximizing our efforts. You're getting more in tune with your body's needs. So you know what you need to do to get that scale moving and keep that body changing and all of that, right? It's such a great place to be in the program. So those little bits, they add up, they add up. How does downsizing work when, uh, how does downsizing work when working and have set break times? Um, it does, <laughs> Okay, I think you're missing the point on downsizing because that you got to eat. So when are you eating? When you eat, you downsize. <laughs> it doesn't matter when you have your breaks or when you're eating. It's you're downsizing when you're eating your meals and your snacks. So whenever you're eating your meals and your snacks. Um, that's a bit of a weird question, but okay. Um... Oh my Lord, last night the voice in my head was vicious. I was so, hi Patricia, I was so tempted to surrender into temptation and have a bowl of ice cream as I was dishing some out for my husband. Okay. Voice in my head started screaming at me, no, don't you dare. Tell, tell you one thing, I dropped that scoop so fast, just like my mind was changed. New non-scale victory, realizing the voice in my head has the power to control my decisions. Go figure. This is what I mean by this is, it, it seems like work right now to ask yourself those four questions and get in tune and all that. This is what I mean by it's going to become second nature. You won't have, you won't have to ask and your body will just let you know. It's like, it's so super cool. Like once, once you, once your body starts communicating with you, it literally doesn't shut up. That's kind of the, it's kind of the downside of being really healthy and in tune. When you feel amazing, you feel really amazing. And when you feel like slightly off, you feel really, really, really off. But when you're feeling slightly off it's because your body is giving you really loud clear messages that hey I'm struggling hey I feel off hey I need help here like you'll be able to feel like a, a colder flu coming a mile away a little scratchy in your throat for days you'll be like what's wrong with me what's wrong with me and your body's like there's a virus attacking us dummy come on like, you know whereas before you would have like woken up full-blown just sick now you're gonna you're gonna feel it so there, there's nothing that I mean the downside is you, it doesn't shut up but your body is your number one cheerleader it's on your side it cares about you most out of anybody in this whole world. Your body's only job in life is to keep you alive and to help you survive. That is it at the end of the day. So that voice inside your head that is telling you, we don't want this. We do, we do not want ice cream. We do not want or need ice cream. Like not only is it not a need, but you're going to, now what's happening to see your want before would have been, I want ice cream. Yummy fun. Now your want has changed. Now your want is no, I don't want that. Isn't that so fucking cool? That is why like you, you might go for you guys, honestly, lose your weight and 
healthy way, all of that, be in tune, but to sit in a room full of your favorite foods, not even bad an eyelash, to be completely zen around food, whether it be ice cream or whatever, and just be like, do I want it? Do I not want it? Like, yeah, no, I'm good. Or yeah, I'm going to have a little some and you eat it, you taste it, you're done with it. You move it along with it. Like zero freaking stress when it comes to eating any kind of food, including when you indulge, man, that's what that's all about. And that same voice, that same voice in your head is probably the same, the same voice and same reason why you are here. That is the same voice that tells you, I am tired. I feel uncomfortable. I feel bloated. I feel gross. You've, there's got, you got, we've got to be able to do better. Please help me take care of you. That's that same voice inside your head that is letting you know you feel like shit every day that the body positivity community is trying to tell you to ignore. And that's why you can't love yourself out of your weight loss situation. First of all, you should love yourself at any weight and size. You, this, the, your love for yourself should not be tied to your body. But that's why you guys are still here. And this is what I mean when I say if you're here still in week six, it's not because of vanity. It's because that voice inside your head is saying, like, this is not working for us anymore. We have got to make some change here. There be, there's got to be a better way. But it is not normal to wake up and feel this tired. It is not normal to feel so bloated and gross every day. It is not normal to feel so uncomfortable in this house where I have to live for the rest of my life, you know? So that's that same voice. That same voice that was ragging on you about feeling like shit is that same voice is going to be your, your biggest massive cheerleader moving forward, you know? And it's about this voice was wired very negatively, you know, constantly negatively. What am I going to eat? What am I not eat? From the minute you woke up the morning and got on that scale. And that's why getting on that scale is a tool. And just like it's a tool to use to know when it's up and down, it's a tool to get your ass on the scale and own your ass when it comes to those numbers. You know, and I know some of you are very terrified because you want, you really got a lot of PTSD happening from the diet industry and you're terrified to get on that scale. But if you are truly committed to losing your weight and you know that you can lose it, it's just a matter of how long and how much time it's going to take for you to do it. You you got to get on the scale and you got to work through that shit in your head. You got to, you got to tell yourself you're worth it and you got to tell yourself it's normal for the scale to go down. It's not, not a measure of your self-worth when you do that. And it's not a measure that you're not going to be successful. It's just a fucking piece of metal on the ground that you're stepping on every day. You know, you are going to do this. You got to decide you're going to do it at the end of the day. Whether what that scale that you're stepping on every day has nothing to do with this process, but it's really great for bringing up those feels and working through your shit. So it's that same voice, that same voice, you know, that, that negative self talk it's just got used to being wired in a certain way and now you're now you're recorrecting that and that's what I mean by rewiring how your brain functions that's a big part of that is to start 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 changing that belief system from I'm never gonna lose weight to I'm totally got this you know I just got to keep putting that time in right like just feel the energy of that I'm never gonna lose this to I got this Woo! ah you know this is like okay I'm just yeah stuck you know this that so the words that you say carry weight when what that means is they they carry a certain vibration you know they carry a certain vibration and, and it can make all the difference in keeping your ass motivated around here for sure I love that screaming at you and that's how it's gonna be it's not gonna shut up your body it's not gonna shut up it's not gonna shut up for sure uh hi Jeanette this is not my first group I lost 30 pounds I gained back 10 before this group my fault not Gina's yeah and I you know and I I'm very I'm very honest about that like after we're done this program I, I hear a lot of people well, I gained my weight back I'm like why didn't 
Where was your maintenance? Where was your back on track? Like, and I, I got no problem saying that. Um, this program is not a magic pill. The way we go about losing weight absolutely is going to make weight loss a lot easier. But you can't just go back to eating whatever the fuck you want. You, you know what I mean? You have to let, let your body have a good solid two to three months just maintaining its weight so that your new weight becomes your new norm. And then you can start introducing foods that are going to challenge your digestive system. And whenever you do indulge, all you got to do is get back on track. And that's a technique that we're going to teach you to help um, maintain your weight back on track for a couple of days. Like how do you gain 10, 20 pounds back and not notice? That's the thing, right? Those of you, when we're going to break down maintenance, we're going to talk about it at the end, but that's a big part of it. Like you really saw about being in tune with your body, understanding needs over wants, you know, recognizing what your body needs, you know, um, to, 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 to lose weight, to maintain all of that. But once you got your, give your body time to solidify your weight. And that's the, that's the issue that most people, that's people don't put time into that. They just lost the weight. They just want to go live their lives, but you have got to make your new weight, your new set point. That's the thing. You've got to make your new weight the new set point. So you have still got to chill for the next couple months and allow your body to get used to your weight. And then you can start challenging. Two reasons, and I'll get back to your question in a sec. I know I'm totally went on a side tangent, Janet. So just sit there with me for a sec. Two reasons why people gain weight back is that they don't put time into maintenance or situational change and they don't adjust. Meaning that they lost their weight at home and then now they're going back to work and their routine is changing, stress levels are changing, and they don't do anything to adjust that. You got to work with your body. You got to make those adjustments. If you're going to an extra stressful job, bump up your good fats, give your body what it needs. If your work environment is now very dehydrating, bump up, you know, your water, like that kind of thing. Right. So anyway, back to Janet. Okay. This is not, this isn't my, this is not my first group. I lost 30 pounds, gained 10 back. I lost that 10. So my weight is right back to where it was at the summer fall. Good. Love that. Um, because weight that comes on fast always comes off fast. And uh, it's highly, you know, a lot of times too, like your weight can really fluctuate. Like you really, really fluctuate. And a lot of times people perceive that they gain weight back when in reality, you, when you were super hyper focused on losing your weight, you saw your low lows. But then when you're living a normal life, you're going to sit about five pounds above that. That's not five pounds that you gained weight. That's probably just five pounds of backlog and fluid and all of that. Like that's just normal. That's when you're not so hyper focused on doing everything to see a low low. So whatever your low you're going to hit, you're never going to see that in real life. You're going to always sit about five pounds above that. And when you have fluctuations throughout the month, you're probably going to go about five pounds above that. So you need like a 10 pound wiggle room. Honestly, some people need less. Sometimes I'm a 10 pounder. I'm a 10 pounder. My weight goes from 119 as high as 132. Especially in the summer, I'm usually in the, the 130s all summer long because it's it's hot and I'm always drinking and eating chips. <laughs> but you, that's where you want to stick because you don't want to live a life where you're hyper focused on seeing your lowest low. You want to hit a lowest low where you feel amazing, comfortable in your skin. Then you want to live your life. And chances are you're going to stay elevated. So a lot of times people will go back to normal eating and think, oh my God, I've gained five pounds back. And I'm like, no, you haven't. You're just living a normal life. That's just how it is. That's why we don't have to worry about losing too much weight over here. Because even if you hit those low, low lows, You'll never really see them. I can see my 119 if I clean it up. If I like drink all my water, I don't eat any salty foods, and I like fall, you know, like super clean about my eating. But that's not that's not fun. I don't want to. I don't want to think about what I'm eating every day. I don't want to do. I don't need to do that. Um, so I don't. So I don't. You know. So that's a big part of that. Um, anyway, gosh, let me get right back to you, Janet. Okay, this is not my first group. I lost 30 pounds. I gained 10 back before this group. I lost that 10. Yes. So my weight is right back to where it was in the summer. I bought several dresses in the summer. One is a adjustable and I could only wear it on the larger buttonhole at the time it was tight. I'm exactly the same weight now as I was, but I put on the dress this morning. I do this periodically to see what my body does. I love that. Going through your clothes as a measure of your body changing is a great non-scale victory. 
Um, the dress now does up on a smaller buttonhole and fits looser on that hole than it did on the larger hole. Again, I weigh the exact same as I did in the summer. The body is strange and the process is very cool. I love this. You know what's happening? You know what is happening? Chances are you didn't gain back as much as you thought, first of all. Um, second of all, your body is solidifying the weight that you have lost. So that's why that 20 pounds has been solidified. And this is really cool. First of all, it's amazing how much your body can change and not drop a pound. That's why I like doing measurements or going by your clothes is, is can really keep you motivated. Um, two, this is your weight solidifying. So this is why I love, who was doing that? Like Rebecca Arzi uh, the other day with her photos. Um, someone else uh, the other week did one as well. And it just goes to show like, so you can, you can lose say you reach your goal today say you reach your goal today right scale wise just because the scale is done moving doesn't mean your body is done solidifying the weight that you've lost and adjusting to the weight that you've lost is why maintenance is so key but to the point that you can stop losing today and three months later you will not you will have lost not one pound or maybe you'll lose a couple but whatever whatever my point is, people will start saying how much weight you've lost. They'll be like, oh my God, you've lost, oh my God, you've lost so much more weight. How much more weight have you lost? And you'll be dumbfounded. And you'll be like, what? I haven't lost any more weight. But your body is adjusting to the weight that you have lost. And it takes a lot longer. It's quicker for the fat to come out. It takes a lot longer for the body to adjust. And that's why you'll see like your your dress sizes will change because your body, that's, that's what happens when your body's solidifying the weight is that your body's just changing. That's why you can lose... 10 pounds on this process and it'll look like 20 pounds. Um, I was talking about Rebecca RZ because she, or Rebecca Zayant, one of our Vibe Ambassadors. If you follow her on Instagram, she's, she's done a great progression over the last, it's not even been a year, like 100 pounds and it's not even, it's not even been a year, I think, right? From April, uh, from April last year until now. But she, she, this is like, I should almost post it in the group so you guys can see it. Maybe Rebecca won't mind. It's healthy weight loss. It's 100 pounds of healthy, you can just see it. It's healthy weight loss. Someone who'd done a deprived diet and lost 100 pounds, they're not looking like that. Their skin is not looking like that. Their face is not looking like that. Their vibe and energy is not like that. You're going to look like someone who starved 100 pounds of fat off your body. You know, and it's just, it's pretty amazing. But the transformation in her body is just, oh. So a lot of you too have lost big chunks of weights in previous groups and you're finding that the scale is slower to move. That's probably because your body's totally indulging in that repair and rebuild and maintain mode. So even though the scale might not be moving, you are absolutely like helping to solidify the weight that you've previously lost. And there's something to be said for that. Probably something to be said for that. Ah, oh, so cool. So cool, Janet. That's a great share. I love that. Um, Yes to momentum. No one doing this weekend i'm riding the freaking wave yes vicky full steam ahead until the end of this group i'm all in yeah right ahead right full steam ahead full steam ahead full steam ahead um hi anna good morning happy friday let's keep showing up and digging deep over the weekend we've got this yeah you know my my team as you guys know i'm reading their reports every day the vibe is just where you guys are at is exactly where you should be the kinds of questions no such thing as a silly question a question asked too late for clarity keep those questions coming uh, no such thing at all as a question asked too many times be really selfish with this process you want to ramp this up we are not winding down we are ramping up the back end of this process so make sure you're all in uh it is never too late it's never too late to, to be all in and you know to to start leveling up uh 
Um, hi, Bianca. Good morning from Oshawa. First timer and I've been in detox for two days. Still down 4.9 pounds. Got there the first day of detox and still there today. Doing the meal plan, drinking the water. I still need to get down 20 pounds more. Okay, so remember now when that start, scale starts to move, assume it's moving for the next three or five days because your weight can be elevated while it's dropping because it's retaining water plus some of the foods that you're eating, salty foods, hard to digest foods. So you can see that drop then you can see that up and then you'll see that drop back down and then down to a new low. So make sure you're supporting that body in detox. Hi, Mary. First group here, just following along and doing what I'm told. <laughs> I'm 58, postmenopausal, and need to lose 20 pounds. But until now, I had resigned myself to being that overweight but basically healthy person, right? Because your doctor is saying it's just age, deal with it, hormones, you know, that kind of thing, right? F off. Um, my portions have been within normal parameters. I never snack between meals, and my food has been very healthy. In fact, I was often told I did not eat enough. Week six and down 8.5 pounds little loss by little loss and into the next decade finally allowing myself to believe that I can do this yes um AJ nothing but a number around here for sure um in fact we're gonna have um Stefan and Sharon um two of my favorite people join us for spill the tea they're like 75 and 74 I believe both down like something like 40 50 pounds each um I'm so excited to, to talk to them um we and they're not the first ones we've, we've had so many people run through the group um one of my early groups I had this gentleman um he was like 84 years old and not only did he not know how to use Facebook <laughs> and he had to learn how to use Facebook but he crushed the program um so I love this you know and, and I really hate that just deal with it you're getting older I, I can't stand that it's a pet peeve of mine first of all like we're hardly old like I'm 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 rolling into 49 am I for how long 48. So I'm rolling into 49. Yeah, I'm rolling into 49 this year. I refuse to believe that. I, it hurts my soul when women are like, so I'm 50 and um, I'm just wondering if your program will work for me. And I'm like, you're not fucking old. <laughs> of course I'm old. It makes me crazy. Uh, to me, you're not old. You can't even call yourself old to like you're 100. You hit 100, then you can call yourself old. But um. I know that, right? That we just kind of, especially after you've tried so many diets, chances are, you know, as we get older, we've done all the diets. I mean, that's what this diet is all about. You know, you've done all the things. You know, you've ate less, you've exercised more, you did the calorie counting and the tracking, you did the keto, you did the Atkins, you did the low carb, you did the no fat, you did the high fat, you did all of it. You did it all, you know, and this is why this is supposed to be, you know, you got nothing to lose but weight. That's why this program is, we, we you know, we keep it as affordable as it is because we know that people have done all the things and I want this to be the last thing you do. You know, I want this to be the last thing you do. So I love that. That's a great feeling. That's a great feeling. Heck yeah, Mary, you can do it. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. Back on track from back on track from my Cabo vacation. Isn't Cabo great? I went there uh, at Christmas time. I've never been. Um, I loved it. Uh, it was a great time with our four kids, but indulging did happen. I bet it was an uh, an adventure going south and juggling them all. But it had so much great fish and salads, pico de gallo and guacamole. But staying away from the desserts got tougher as the week went on. But onwards and upwards today, and feeling good to be back on track. Tired as heck, but 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 all good. Yeah. So listen, um, vacays are great for weight loss. Do not stress. Enjoy your vacays. Please get away. Please. Can we just travel again and get out in the world and, you know, hopefully things get back to normal with, you know, we don't have World War III going on. Um, but that's besides the fact, um, you know, but I love this. Vacations are great for, vacations are great 
for weight loss, change in stress, change in routine, even the, the challenge, like you're talking about the airport with four kids. I know what that's like. <laughs> I got four myself. Um, that the challenge of the airport, you know, it's, it's, it's keeping you alive. It's keeping you stimulated. It's, it's stress, but a different kind of stress. And it's so good. It's sending a massive message to your body that you're alive, that you're well, it needs to support your ass. You're out and about. And it's just, and, and usually, usually your weight is up really because the dehydration from flying and then the salty air will have your weight up less so than the bites of bits and stuff that you're eating in. We also tend to be a little bit more active and change your routine. So um, just a reminder, if anyone of you do have uh, vacays coming up, I know we do have March break. I don't, I think my one kid had, like one kid doesn't have it because they didn't go back to school until late and the other ones do. And I don't know what's going on. But if you're getting away for March break, maybe you want to revisit that um, vacay post, travel post. We do have some tips for you. We do have some tips for you. Um, hi, Christy. Good morning. Dealing with stress is always uh, chaotic for your mind. Choosing to stay mindful during the stress can help you stick with the program when you're struggling or going through the feels. Yeah, and it can absolutely just help you manage your stress in general, being mindful of it and allow recognizing it, not constantly pushing it away. So stress can actually be used as a catalyst, like rather than being hammered down by your stress. Like there was a time in the, in the middle of the pandemic, everyone was just being crushed and pummeled day by day. The stress was just hammering us. So the ticket to using it to your advantage was to kind of position yourself where, you know, by, by helping to manage your stress the best that you can and just kind of get out from the, from the bulk of it and not make it go away, obviously, but to get out from the bulk of that stress and to allow the stress to be used as a catalyst and the challenge for your body to boost your metabolism, to, to make you stronger and healthier because your body recognizing the stress that you're under. So this is going to help your body manage your stress and your body is going to rise to your occasion. So this is why you can help use your stress to your advantage right um so i love that choosing to stay mindful during the stress can help you stick with the program when you're struggling or going through feels my last few weeks have been jumping through one stress to another and being honest with myself and taking deep breaths have kept me from sabotage yeah yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Listen, you know, keeping your energy directed at yourself is so difficult in so many ways, but honestly, the best thing, it's the best thing for everybody around you. It's the best thing for you. You know, you know what you're dealing with on a daily basis. You can be your own cheerleader for yourself, you know, keeping your energy directed. That's what this, this whole process is like a massive lesson in self-love um, because you're being forced every day to be super mindful of yourself, forced every day to support yourself, forced every day to show up for yourself, forced every day to be in tune and to to be mindful of your shit right and then work through your shit on top of that it's such a massive lesson in self-love um this is so super cool so super cool so it can not only help you reach your you know being mindful not only help you reach your weight loss goals but help you manage your life in general you know for sure. Um, I'm noticing that I may have ribs and hip bones. Surprise. <laughs> I reached my mini goal today. Congrats, Linda. Since program one, I'm down 30 pounds. Nice. Not to make uh, some a bit jealous, but I have been working hard to listening and minimizing is difficult for me. But voila, look what happened. We're not, we don't do jealousy around here. We don't. We, you know, and if we are jealous, we recognize that's our own issue. We're, we're facing our shit around here. And that is one of the things that we do really well is that we're able to celebrate people like you. Like we're fucking stoked for you 30 fucking pounds man that's no joke yeah and if not in here to celebrate where we know the kind of time and energy you put into this process then where at the end of the day you know and at the same time simultaneously sympathetic and empathetic and here to support those people who are having a harder time and does that suck for them yeah but are we here to help them as much as possible yeah you know are they also going to get there absolutely they're going to get there it's going to take them a little bit more time yeah and that sucks but at the same time we're empathetic sympathetic we're here to support 
like that at the end of the day, you know? So, so, and also jealousy and, you know, seeing that, like, see, like if you are looking at people who are celebrating their wins and being like, fuck you and jealous and all that, you're looking at it all wrong. You should be excited for them because that's going to happen for you. If it can happen for them, it can happen for you. And that should be how you view that. That should be how you view that. You're going to get, fuck this shit. I'm going to get there. I'm going to be, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be like Linda. I'm going to be down 30 fucking pounds. I'm going to maximize. Come on. What can I do? You know what I mean? And I know that's easier said than done. I, I really do. But every challenge mentally and physically that you have in this process is a challenge that mentally and physically you need to address and work through. It just is. We want, a, so many of us have, have put so much stake into weight loss because we, it's going to change our lives. It's going to be life changing. When I lose my weight, that's what I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. When I change my, when I lose my weight, this is going to happen. And that is going to happen. And we put a lot of fucking stock in the, that are losing our weight. And that's nothing wrong with that but if you make these if we make these declarations when I'm gonna lose my weight I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do that there's probably some shit that you also are gonna to need to work through personally to accomplish this and accomplish that it's not just losing weight not gonna do it you know what I mean there's other things that you got to work through and so this process helps you work through all of those things so that you really you know when you get to that end game you're you're able to capitalize on all those life-changing things that you want this process to be for you but it's so life-changing but not in the ways that you think people think it's life-changing because you know they'll be able to fit into their pants and also also in plays like sit into airplane seats and go to movie theaters and stuff like that it's life-changing but more so in other ways it's more about being in tune with your body and being confident and how that changes who you are as a person and the vibes that you're putting out in the world you know and ah it's so good it's so good. It's so good. Um, so that's it. So if you're feeling every day you're popping in and you're frustrated, like rather than fester in it, because, you know, we haven't talked a lot about festering in funk because really people who are festering, they've probably gone by the wayside or they've, they've, they, you know, they're working towards things. Um, you know, it's just, it's it, rather than sit there and fester, you know, about it, like figure it out. Like what is, what is it about this thing that's pissing me off? What is it about this that's bothering me? Because at the end of the day, if something's bothering you, it's your issue. It's you, there's a message there for you, you know, and then just be open to all of that and everything that you have to learn it's about everything that you have to learn along the way because you know a lot of you are trying to reinvent yourselves and you know create a new life for yourselves and really make some serious changes here you know so it's going to change all around going to change all around this is the this is the universe working for you not against you when you when you present to like i'm going to go do this the universe gives you everything that you need including the tools and the skills and the challenges to work through your shit to get to that place where you can do those things at the end of the day so it's all about perspective I don't want to jinx anything, but my friend, uh, but my friend, the scale has moved four pounds this week. Patty, nice, 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 nice. I love that. I love that. The apps, a game changer. Yes, you guys. Um, I was just saying at the top, if you've missed it, if you're having any issues, technical issues with the app or have any suggestions, don't forget about that app uh, guide. I think Tony, there's some updates coming this week and I think Tony's got some new videos for you as well. And then also that's where Zach is. He's in the app guide, keeping his eye on any of the app issues and immediately communicating to the team. So thanks for everyone for your feedback. I also want to say too. We're not really big on feedback around here, and I'll tell you why. Um, because we're doing the best that we can, and a lot of times you guys have some great ideas that, and, you know, it's already stuff we've already thought of, and we're already well on our way of working. There's a lot of things happening behind the scenes. We want to put out the best programs ever, but we don't want feedback um, until you guys are done the program and process, until you see it all come together. A lot of people have grandiose ideas. Well, they don't understand why we're doing this and why we're doing that, and then after we do this and that, then they understand. So a lot of times people come at us with all their ideas, how we should change this and change that, and they don't understand the rhyme and the reason 
reason behind everything that we do here. So it's not that we don't want your feedback. It's just that we want you to, the program works really well as designed as is. And it doesn't mean that there can't be improvements to it. And it doesn't mean that it's perfect, but it means that if you follow as designed right now, you're going to lose your weight. It's going to work really great for you. Um, so it's not that we're not open to that. It's just our focus once we start the groups is helping people lose weight. And so we really focus on conversations that are proactive in helping people lose weight. Does this information help people lose weight? Is this conversation helping people lose weight? Is this, you know, proactive to the process? Um, and a lot of times people like to focus on other things, right? Well, if Gina, we know if Gina did this better, then I would do better. If they did this better, then I'd do that better. You know, if they did this, this, and this, then this process would work better for me. It's kind of not how it is. So just so you know, we do do a survey at the end. So we do want to hear the good, the bad, the ugly, like give it to us. We, you know, the, hearing the ugly, you know, for lack of a better word, is not fun for me because this is my baby and my whole heart and soul and you guys rip my soul out. Just joking. You know, you really do. But that's besides the point. What I've learned from these surveys um, from Tony is it really helps us do better. I'm far from perfect. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot still about how to present the information, how to show up, and I'm far from perfect. I can't even figure out how to brush the back of my hair some days. Um, so I'm definitely a work in progress. But we, my point is we absolutely do want to hear from you. At the end of the program, we're going to send out a survey, and you're going to be able to tell us whether, you know, and you want to stick your name to it. You can also do it anonymously, but you can tell us everything that you want to hear from the program and we actually break that down we read over those posts and we make real considerations from the things we we want to hear from you guys we want to know how we can make this process better we want to know how we can help more people and communicate better and get the information across so so just so you know we we absolutely want to hear from you it's just that right now while we're following the program we're just focused on really helping people lose weight but there will be a time for that um just as a side note on that so i was talking about the app earlier um, oh my God, you guys are way down here. I gotta start scrolling down and getting to the bottom. Deb Rennie, I always say detox and those little, little body people just going around the body, emptying the fat cells. They have little buckets. What are you saying? Filling them up and emptying down the toilet. Okay, I can't. Do. Let me talk about that. There are not little people in your body gathering up fat in buckets and dumping it out when you go to the bathroom, but <laughs> I do tend to really generalize a lot about how the body releases fat. It does come out when you pee, when you poo, and you breathe, and you spit, but not like you don't have chunks of fat globules coming out when you do that. There's a whole scientific process behind it, um, which Sasha is going to be breaking down in the weeks to come um, <laughs> for sure. Um, but I also have a great post all about fat. So we're going to talk about fat. You have different kind of fat cells in your body. Your body needs fat as much as we're always kind of trying to get rid of fat. So we're going to have a, a hardcore conversation, break it down. But yeah, it's not little men <laughs> carrying buckets of fat. Ah, damn. Oh, so good. Um, let me see if I get any questions. You guys are just all talking to each other at this point. I love this so much. I love this so much. I love that, you know, I, obviously I can't get to all the questions. You guys, you guys, thank you for the people who do um, make comments, ask questions. It gives me great talking points. But I love the, even more than that, the engagement that's happening um, behind the scenes, you know, with this conversation. Um, we need to have real conversations, you know, about this process and, you know, this program and this process. We want every person who started to finish at the end. Uh, we're halfway through. Got a lot of time left to lose a lot of weight. Keep those questions coming. I'm going to jet. It's my time to go. It's the weekend. I'll be back Saturday at 10, posting the guidelines on Sunday. I am not worried about you, although something to be said about momentum and capitalizing on that. Um, have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend if I don't see you, and I'll see you later. I'll see you when I see you. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. 
This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com